Good morning, afternoon, or evening to all of you fine listeners out there. Uh, as promised, after our little update podcast, here we are with our first read-through of our first review published on our website, which is in the description, of Olivia Rodrigo's Sour. Um, it's a, honestly an incredible album, and again, as I mentioned before, a lot of the things that we're going to be doing here in terms of reviewing um, and recording the audio is going to be straight up just reading through with a little bit of my own spin on what I've already written, um, just to kind of give you guys a you know way to relax maybe while you're doing something, maybe you're uh, maybe you're cooking, maybe you just want to hear something, some background noise. Well, you know what? Here I am. So without further ado, let's get into the wonderful review and exploration of Olivia Rodrigo's breakthrough album, Sour. Rodrigo's album features 11 tracks that are each designed to entrance and golf and ultimately make you, the listener, tear up as you're dragged along the path of a teenage romance gone, believe it or not, sour, and the pain that eventually will result in the self-development and perseverance for Olivia Rodrigo. Her album comes fresh off of one of Disney's newest shows, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, and with obvious experience in the performing arts, it goes without say that even without a preview of Sour, Rodrigo is an extremely talented individual. I approached this album with the uh, preconception that I was about to listen to another Disney star create some songs that were radio-friendly in order to generate some cash flow, but, uh, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. Sorry. While it is true that many of the songs like Favorite Crime and Happier, as well as One Step Forward and Three Steps Back, all fit the agenda of being a basic piano love song, there were numerous other tracks that provided a glimpse not just into Rodrigo's persona, but what she purposefully intends to portray to her audience, a true glimpse into her real internal turmoil. And, you know, I typically include music in the categorical narrative of art, and I analyze music as art because often elements of it can be found in any song, even if it's unintentional. However, it might just be me, but lately it seems like the masses on social media are the ones who dictate what is deemed of quality or not, based on a set of criteria that I don't think anybody really agrees upon or understands. And, to be honest, in my opinion, this ruins the art. The ideas of feelings that an artist once had a passion to express to others is just demolished and replaced with a fabricated narrative made by the public. In the case of Olivia Rodrigo, I was fully prepared for this exact same thing to occur. And coming off a status like Disney, there's a certain type of requirement that becomes bestowed on you in terms of behavior, like what you can and cannot produce, the way you portray yourself. Miley Cyrus is a rare exception to the rule, and I believe that after review of Sour, Rodrigo has the ability to be as well. In efforts to escape this persona that Disney often unintentionally produces, Olivia Rodrigo presents an album full of passion, unmanageable rage, and an eye-watering vocal to simulate in the listener the full hatred and emotional disregard that she has been feeling while consecutively addressing mental health issues and hope you're okay. We'll get back to why that's important later. She presents a persona that is simultaneously in line with sociological standards in a time where following the criteria is key to success while also providing real, unaltered emotion in a time where radio songs feel rather emotionless. She positioned herself to be seen as talented not just musically, but in manipulation of her perception in the public as well. I would agree with Olivia Horn in her article where she states that, in a way, the flattening effect of the internet has worked in her favor. 
allowing her, someone who has been on TV for roughly a third of her life and is signed with the biggest record company in the world, to slip into the role of the underdog. But on the other hand, I would argue she's already been in that underdog role the whole time. Olivia Horn brings some good ideas to the table regarding Sour, but I feel that there's always a concept that's neglected or it's deemed unworthy of being included in the judgment process, and that's circumstances. Once again, I don't necessarily disagree entirely with Horn, and in fact, I would argue that her conclusion is very solid, justifiable, and logical. But I also state that, for her age, the amount of demand for a follow-up to driver's license post-viral popularity on TikTok, and the clear traumatic emotional commitments that she's currently undergoing, the work that she created under that amount of the world on your shoulders is truly remarkable and should be applauded. Artistically, I would say that this is a work blessed with the touch of some very creatively intelligent people. With individuals like Taylor Swift and Dan Nigro credited on the production and lyrical formation of the piece, it's tough to call any aspect of the album objectively bad. I do stand by my previous statement, though, that Favorite Crime, Happier, and One Step Forward and Three Steps Back are all songs that were pretty flat or one-dimensional in their entirety, as well as agreeing with Olivia Horn and her statement that sometimes she settles for simple rhymes and self-evident phrasings, such as, you betrayed me and I know that you'll never feel sorry. In moments like these, she seems more invested in content than in craft. However, these are only minor setbacks induced by the fact that as an introductory album to the chronicles of Rodrigo's career, she needed to cement herself as a contender, not just through her talent, but her connection with her fanbase and herself. In order to do that, she needed to create songs that weren't just able to be played on the radio, but tracks that were unique to her own style, recognizable, nostalgic, and most importantly, relatable. While this album doesn't really follow a particular path and rather circles around a singular subject, I found that this format ended up benefiting the album's overall message and emotion at the end of the ride. Also, I mean, she blatantly states at the beginning of her album that she quote-unquote wants it to be messy right before the beginning instrumental of Brutal, implying that this was all intentional. We were initially introduced to a track that opens the gates to Rodrigo's trauma, a hard-hitting, fast-paced, loud sound led by a scratchy, arctic monkey-style vocal track, paving the way of the perception of a rebellious Olivia while the pain and insecurities lie just underneath. Towards the end of Brutal, we are met with a tempo and line that confirms this theory, stating, Got a broken ego, broken heart, and God, I don't even know where to start. The following songs are Traitor, Driver's License, Deja Vu, Jealousy Jealousy, and Hope You're Okay, all tracks that are distinctly Rodriguez with a pinch of AJR's direct lyrical style and the vocal performance of what sounds like Haley Williams. Each of these tracks address individual aspects of her pain, and in my opinion, these songs aren't really meant for the listener. These songs were all pieces that felt different to me, and when you review something like art where the very nature of that work is to create feeling, then it's pretty important to trust your judgment. I found that the very fact these songs were driven to help her resolve her own struggles to be particularly beautiful because it was real. While lyrically there are many flat one-liners, for example, I felt that it worked very well to make the songs relatable when deep down she wanted them for herself. I mean, I think that's speculative, but it's possible. I could also appreciate the fact that in Jealousy, Jealousy, as well as Hope You're Okay, she addresses the idea that there are greater issues in the world than the fact that you didn't get to go on your vacation. Um, especially as, you know, someone who's definitely well-off and has the ability to be well-off for the rest of their life, assuming they play their cards correctly. Uh, there's definitely better things to worry about. 
But the way Jealousy Jealousy was crafted made her point evident that there are some inherently human feelings that we just can't get rid of, no matter your race, gender, social class, etc. We're all human, and she acknowledges that we have different needs and issues by stating, I know that beauty is not my lack, but it feels like the weight is on my back. Additionally, she creates an entire other track, Hope You're Okay, which was dedicated to addressing the mental health aspects and domestic abuse struggles that other individuals may be struggling with creating a platform for openness and connection. And to be honest, from a business standpoint, Olivia Rodrigo was able to captivate and grasp an audience that would fit her strategic marketing goals, as well as future markets in the music industry. While she picked a topic that applied to the masses, she narrowed in on a subject that would only apply to those who truly feel damned in the pursuit of happiness. Through her production, as well as a genuine musical talent, Rodrigo was able to create a work that could keep new fans on their toes, desperately waiting to see the next chapter in the shattered and broken heart of Olivia Rodrigo. Thank you everybody for listening. Hopefully you'll hear me in the next one. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen.